What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. I am your host, Mike Milner. And first, I need to apologize because it's been a while since I got an episode out. I had two interviews lined up that had to get pushed back. So I was kind of feeling sorry for myself and just uh, frustrated because um, I actually go into a studio to record and there was like some scheduling issues and bottom line is it didn't work out and rather than just looking at the opportunity for me to jump on here and do a solo episode I was just kind of wallowing in self-pity like you know and I think that's a a good lesson just to kind of start with the fact that you know things are always going to come up Life is always going to happen. It's always going to throw shit at us that we're not expecting. And in those situations, you always have a choice. You can either focus on the negative of the situation or you can focus on the positive and take care of the things that you can control. So, you know, there was some scheduling stuff that was out of my hands that I couldn't control. Um, Rather than looking at what I can control, which was jumping on here and doing a solo episode, I was focusing on the negative that I had two interviews that I was excited about and they weren't going to happen. So, um, you know, there's always a choice. And in fact, when we sit there and we focus on the negative, it just brings about more negativity and we end up slowing down our process. We slow, we slow down our progress and you know, rather than just moving on and again, focusing on like, how can I use this as an opportunity? How can I find the silver lining? How can I focus on the positive, which then you get a win under your belt because you've, you're able to overcome something. Um, and it just creates more trust in yourself that things aren't going to throw you off track. So it took me a little while to get there. Um, the important thing is that when you do fall into that negative feedback loop, the biggest thing is to do not add insult to injury by judging yourself and by beating yourself up. And that goes for like, you know, when we're, when we're on this journey, when we're trying to uh, focus on better health and fitness, there are 100% going to be many times where things don't go according to plan, where you make a decision that you're not proud of, where, you know, things kind of spiral out of control. The worst thing that you can do in that situation is beat yourself up and judge yourself and add guilt and shame to the mix. The best thing that you can do is just, you know, allow yourself to understand those feelings and realize that your feelings are real, but they don't define you. And you don't have to, you know, they are not you. You are not your feelings. You are not your emotions. You can, you know, sit with them and understand like, yes, these are real feelings that I'm having. I'm feeling bad about this, but they are not, they do not identify who you are as a person. So then you have to separate yourself from those feelings and then take action and move on quickly without feeling guilt because it's just a feel, it's just a thought or a feeling or emotion and then you get to put yourself back in the driver's seat. So, you know, you sit with it, you accept it, it's real. That is not who I am. It doesn't define me. I'm not, you know, these feelings are not me. And then I can move on and, you know, take things into my own hands and, and take back control, uh, focus on the things that truly matter. And that is the best way to build confidence in yourself because. The next time that something comes up, you've been there before and you've moved, you've moved past it. Um, a cool thing to think about is that all the shit that you've dealt with up to this point in your life, you've overcome every single one of them, 100% success rate. And you know when you're going through it, 
sometimes it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel because you know there's stuff that's always like it's weighing you down in the moment and you feel like how am I ever going to get through it but then you probably felt that way in the past and when you look back you were like oh all I did was I just kept moving forward. I did whatever I had to do that day to keep moving forward. Um, and that is the thought process that you have to take rather than um, trying to, you know, like I said, make matters worse by beating yourself up or feeling like you're not handling things well or you made a bad decision and you're such a horrible person. How could you have made that choice? Look, it's a learning opportunity. Everything that we've experienced gives us an opportunity to learn and grow and evolve. And then we take that and we use it to move forward. And hopefully we do better the next time. And even if you don't do better the next time, it's still the same process. Nothing changes. It's just you want to start to try to identify certain patterns and, um, you know, what triggers you have and what are you using as an outlet and just assess it from a point of facts without bringing any sort of like, you know, a narrative into the mix. Like take all of the emotion uh, and all of the subjectiveness out of the equation and just look at the objective facts and that will help you know, you'll identify certain patterns that you may need to disrupt to get a new outcome the next time. Um, so just looking at it like that and then using um, the experience to learn and grow and move forward. Uh, so that is my very long-winded intro tangent, not even planned, but uh, just wanted to, <laughs> all that because I missed a, you know, um, a couple interviews and, and you know, you know me, I'm long-winded and uh, can't just stay on topic. But since today is a special Halloween episode, the real topic that I wanted to touch on is all about our fears. And let's have an uncomfortable conversation and just put our shit out on the table because that needs to happen. Um, I've, you know, worked with either in, you know, either like directly or indirectly. At this point, it's well in the thousands and there are certain things that i've seen as common fears and also that i've experienced when it comes to you know you're trying to improve your health you're trying to improve your fitness and honestly this applies regardless of what your goals are it doesn't matter if you're trying to perform better in the gym it doesn't matter if you're trying to live to 150 it doesn't matter if you're trying to get leaner look better naked um, get stronger literally any goal that you have that's related to your health and fitness, there are certain common fears that come up that, you know, we all deal with. And so a nice little Halloween theme, we're going to talk about all of that. Um, The first and kind of the most obvious is fear of failure. That is something that we all go through. You know, oftentimes it it prevents people from even starting. So you see an opportunity, it, you know, it triggers something inside of you where you're like, I, I want that, I need that, this would help me. You feel confident, you're like, this is what I've been looking for. Um, you know, maybe you've been on, like, maybe you had the same background as me where you spent years and years and years of doing restrictive diets and, um, you know, going through cookie cutter programs and realizing that none of that shit was going to work. And then all of a sudden you see this opportunity for like personalized coaching or an individualized approach. And you're all excited about that because you realize all the shortcomings of the stuff that you've dealt with in the past. But that fear of failure prevents you from taking that step. Like in your mind, logically, you're there. You know that this is what you need. You know why it's different from what you've done in the past. Um, but the past kind of the end result is still weighing on your brain like you've tried things before and at the time you thought that was right for you you thought the you know 30 day whatever challenge was going to work you thought 
you know, there was a, a program that looked like it was individualized, but it actually wasn't. Or, you know, you saw all these um, transformation pictures. So you thought you were going to have the same result and it didn't work. And then that is weighing on your brain. So even though, you know, this looks like something that would be helpful for you, that fear of failure prevents you from taking that leap. And the interesting thing is that the only way to truly fail is to not try. Like once you once you check out, once you you quit basically and you're like that's it, that's the only way that you can fail because all of those other things, while there there <laughs> is no shortage of awful programs out there, like the fitness industry in particular is riddled with cookie cutter programs, templates, um, restrictive diets, fad diets, you know, flashy claims and putting social proof out there that's not real um, or you're showing like the extreme minority. And, and so, you know, there is reason to be cautious. However, you've learned something from all of those experiences. Like when I look back at my dieting history, I had something to take away from every single ridiculous diet that I tried. And I have tried literally everything. So I learned that you know a meal plan is not gonna work for me. I learned that I'm much better when I'm able to be social um, you know, throughout this process. I, I'm, I've learned that certain foods, if I try and avoid them, I'm going to binge on them where I can actually have them in moderation and be more fulfilled and like not feel like I'm on a diet. And then I've also learned that there are certain foods that I just need to keep out of my house because they're trigger foods for me. And so, you know, regardless of what the approach was, it doesn't matter. You know, we've all done crazy shit before. There's always a lesson to be learned. And this process, because we are all so unique, we all have different needs, we all have different values. Um, and then down to like the physiological and psychological level, we are all so different. It's, we're like detectives on this journey. So each thing that you've tried in the past, there are such valuable lessons to be learned and things that you can apply towards the next thing. Um, and obviously, you know, my whole philosophy is I want to help people find their forever plan. So my goal is not to give you, you know, to have you in the mindset of, oh, I'm going to try this like short term solution. My goal is for you to think long term, to think big picture, to think rest of my life. Is this sustainable for me, for who I am as a person, for my lifestyle, for my wants and needs, for the things that I value and truly love? Is this right for me long term? Is it sustainable for me long term? Does this make me feel better about myself? So that's the goal. However, you know, there's so many things that you can take away from all of the short-term things that you've tried. So it doesn't matter if it was a you know a three-week challenge, a thirty-day challenge, um, you know any fad diet. Like you definitely have lessons in there that can help you create that lifetime plan. So you know, like I mentioned, the things that I've learned about myself through that process. Now I know how to cultivate the approach that's going to work for me for the rest of my life. Now, kind of like. The details might change a little bit based off of, you know, am I trying to build muscle? Am I trying to lose fat? Am I trying to perform better? Like those things will change a little bit, but um, like those details. However, there's some overarching principles that I've learned that I know have to be present for me to be consistent. And that's, you know, when, when you're thinking about like that fear of failure, the only real way to fail is if you stop trying. 
And if you can't look back and take things away from the past and, and apply them to your present situation, um, you know, then I would just ask you to reassess what you truly want and your priorities uh, because not trying is a guaranteed way for you to not make prog- progress. Um, so if you really, you know, if that's where you're at and you're at the point where you just don't want that for yourself, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Just have that conversation with yourself. Like I said, you know, have that uncomfortable conversation. Like let's put our shit on the table and be like raw and real um, and and just accept that if that's where you're at. But if you do want to make a change, if you're not um, comfortable, if you want more out of your life, if you want to feel better, if you want to live longer, if you want to look better, um, those are all valid things that you can pursue. And, you know, that fear of failure, if it's preventing you from taking any sort of action, then that's the very thing that's causing failure. So it's kind of ironic, but like, just think about that. You only fail if you stop trying um, by taking that step forward and by continuing to learn about yourself. That's the way that you can cultivate that forever plan. So if you if you if you remove the timelines, if you remove you know the the feeling of like I have to do this by a certain time, um, and that is a perfect segue into one of the other common fears, which is that fear of falling behind. This is one that's like you know I've I've done twelve week groups and I continue to do twelve week groups. The the point of the twelve weeks is not to be a short term solution. It's to serve as the foundation for the lifelong solution. So we do everything on you know based off of personality types, based off of lifestyle habits, based off of you know your wants, your needs, your goals, um, who you are. Like we take a very hands on personalized approach, um, and then the goal is to give you the tools to then use that to understand your long term solution. However. There's often times where people get a, a, like they are afraid of falling behind. And I'm always like, falling behind of what? It's like, oh, well, everybody else in the 12 weeks, like they already saw the first mindset module and they already participated in the first few posts on Facebook. And now I'm behind because I was on vacation. It's like, guess what? That information lives forever. And you're on this journey, not for the next 12 weeks. But for a lot longer than that, so who like what are you falling behind? There, you're, it's not a race to the finish line. Like if you just somebody can just you know go through the motions of twelve weeks and end up in the same place that they started. So the actual time itself is irrelevant. That fear of falling behind is is almost like a built in excuse to again not try. It's like well. I missed the first day, so I'm behind. I might as well not do anything. Like again, the only way that you fail is if you disengage and totally check out and stop trying. So it doesn't matter. Like that, the information, you know, and this goes for anything that you're doing. Like it doesn't have to be one of my groups. It can be anything that you're trying that you know might have a, a certain timeline to it, and you feel like, well, I, I can't start at this exact date and end at this exact date. That is a self-inflicted excuse. That is preventing you from taking action. And, and then, you know, it's just a way to push the responsibility to an external source, but that's not, that's not real. Like it is internal, it is you. And that's not to sound harsh, but that's reality because you still have the ability to jump in at your own pace. You still have the ability to uh, consume the information, to take action, to start learning, um, to take steps forward. And it doesn't have to follow a linear timeline. It doesn't have to follow like, you know, this assignment was posted on Monday, so I have to do it on Monday. Like that is not, there are no rules to health and fitness other than 
what I mentioned in the beginning, which is if you stop trying, that's the only way that you can fail. Otherwise, there's no way to fail. Literally no way to fail unless you check out and stop trying. So um, that fear of falling behind is super common. And um, again, it's just a self-inflicted excuse. Uh, don't fall victim to that. That is one of the things that, you know, you're, you're never going to have this perfect schedule. You're never going to have the, the time in your life where like everything is clear and you have no stress and you have no, you know, responsibility. Like that's not real life. If you're doing something that doesn't allow you to continue to operate within the parameters of your real life, then that plan is not for you. If it causes, you know, you to have to overhaul everything in your life, that plan is not for you. Now, you will have to prioritize things, you will have to make sacrifices. However, the, you know, kind of the basics, the, you know, things that matter to you, the things that you value, that should always be kept in the mix. And if you're doing something that doesn't allow that, then you need to reassess what you're doing. But that fear of falling behind, you're not falling behind anything. Um, you have lots of time to do things at your own pace. There is no end, you know, there's no finish line. That's the, that's the bottom line. There's no finish line. There's no end game. It's just you're trying to get better, you, better than you. That's it. <laughs> like, not better than anybody else, just you're trying to progress as, you know, as an individual to, to continue to grow and evolve, and that's it. So one of the other fears, um, something that I realized I had um, in my own journey was actually the fear of success. So it's interesting because a lot of times we think we fear failure, but really we fear succeeding uh, because succeeding sometimes means we get attention that we're not comfortable with or we actually are seen um, or we feel like there's a new standard that we have to live up to. These were all things that I dealt with uh, when I was going from you know being very overweight at like, you know, pushing 250 pounds to getting leaner. Um, I started to notice that I would lose my progress in kind of epic self-sabotaging fashion because I felt like there was like people noticed and the people that were reaching out and saying that I was inspiring them. I didn't know how to deal with that because then I felt like there was this pressure on me to sustain and and continue to get better and better and like all of a sudden it wasn't about me anymore um it was like i don't want to be seen because i don't want to have this added pressure um so the fear of success is is another one that comes up pretty frequently where it's it could be just like you know you're somebody who's uncomfortable with attention or you're somebody who's uncomfortable being seen and all of a sudden you're starting to get noticed and that that scares you so you kind of go back fall back into your old habits and derail yourself and self-sabotage and I know that I've experienced that and and you know the the biggest way around it was like reconnecting to what I want so like what I would ask you to do is really sit with yourself about what you really want you know, what do you value? Is it important to you? Why are you doing this? It's not, you know, you're not doing it for anybody else. You know, maybe, you know, you have, um, you know, you have this thought in your head that you're doing it for a family member or whatever, but like, yes, you can have those type of objectives, which I think are great. Um, you know, you want to be healthier for your kids. You want to be more active because of your partner or whatever the case may be. But, at the end of the day, it's for you. It's for better health for you because uh, think about what that means. Like being more active with your kids, it's 
for you because now your life is more fulfilling. Um, you know, those experiences are more meaningful. So even in an in indirect way, it comes back to you. Just think about your why. Think about why this matters to you at all. Um, it's not about anybody else. And, and if you think somebody is holding you to a certain standard, um, it's really just kind of a, a self-centered way of thinking. Uh, and not intentionally, obviously, but it's just oftentimes we trick ourselves into believing that people care <laughs> a lot more than they actually do. So even though it's hard to disconnect from what other people think, just always come back to why this even matters. Like, what's your why? It's cliche. We've heard it a million times, but it really does help in those situations where you're afraid of success. You're afraid of being seen. Um, you know, typically it's just we're kind of wrapped in our own thoughts and, and we're putting too much emphasis on what other people actually think. If somebody, uh, is inspired by you taking action, that is a good thing. It's not something that we want to hide from. Um, although, you know, you don't have to, Obviously, you don't have to put yourself out there and um, share it with the world if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But if somebody you're close to sees your action and they are inspired by taking action, now you've indirectly helped somebody else change their life, and that that's a powerful thing. So, um, you know, all of a sudden it becomes a selfless thing to do rather than uh, you know putting yourself first and being like, well, I don't want to be seen because now you know when I was trying to hide from the pressure of people being inspired like that was a selfish act on my part uh, for people to be inspired by me taking action and then changing their own lives that is a powerful thing um, it's a selfless act all of a sudden now it's now it's about showing up for uh, for kind of like the greater good almost like it, even though it sounds crazy but um, that's kind of the way that that you can think about it and and also understand that what other people think about you um, first of all it's none of your business and second of all it, it shouldn't impact what you actually value. If it's something that you truly want and value and it's a priority in your life, then what other people think honestly is irrelevant. So the fear of succeeding is, is a, you know, it's a, it's a common one and goes hand in hand. Sometimes we think it's the fear of failure, but it's actually the fear of succeeding. Um, so let's talk about one other fear that is super common. Um, and it's the fear of old habits. And like we, sometimes we're not aware that we're, you know, we're afraid of old habits, but like I mentioned, we've all been through so many crazy things in the past and we're afraid of falling into those same traps. And when I say, you know, old habits or, or the same traps, like it could be a different thing for each person. For me, I know that I, I fear often falling into the restrict and binge cycle. Um, that's something that I'm prone to. I know it. Like I, I do like to stay pretty lean. I do sometimes like overcompensate and, and it's honestly gotten a million times better, but I still, you know, right now I'm on a, a muscle building phase, so I'm eating a lot more. Um, I'm sitting at a higher weight than I'm used to. And these, like, my mindset, like, it's a battle every single day of, like, I just want to cut, like, right now. And even though I'm like, all my biofeedback is great, I feel strong in the gym. I feel like some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, I can notice that I'm more jacked. I, I've probably put on some muscle already. Um, but even still, it's like, I just want to be leaner. I just want to be leaner. And so it's like this, this fight to restrict. And then I know that that's a slippery slope for me because once I do that, I'm more prone to binge. And, and fortunately I haven't had any serious binge issues in a while. And, um, and so it's like this, this fear of falling into old habits and old behaviors and old traps. And so for some people it might be, 
restrict and binge. Uh, for other people, it might be falling into, you know, like self-sabotage or all or nothing mindset or um, whatever, you know, old patterns that you used to do or maybe you're still currently dealing with. Like that is a very real, real fear. And a lot of times it's just we have to get to the root of it. Um, we have to have some of those difficult conversations with ourselves and we have to assess what we're doing that is creating that. So uh, a lot of the stuff that I experienced was because of the plans that I followed. So um, rather than having faith in myself to do things the right way, given the right environment and kind of taking control of that, um, you know, I started to question my ability to do so. But that was just like if you look at all of the diets that I tried in the past, they created that mindset where there were so many food rules. There was like lists of things I could and couldn't do. Um, there was stuff that I had to avoid. There was stuff that like I had to pay attention to as far as like what times of the day I could eat, how many meals a day I could eat. Like the bottom line was that once I just got objective about it, I could see obvious patterns that helped develop that restrict and binge mindset. So rather than thinking like, I'm broken, I can't do this, I'm gonna fall into these old behaviors, I had to get back to like learning to trust myself and then knowing like these are the, th- these are the triggers that cause this, right? So it's just about creating awareness, taking inventory and looking at things super objectively. Like again, I know it's so hard because we're humans, but like removing that emotion not ignoring it, but like understanding the emotion, but then separating it, right? And then just taking the facts of the situation and looking to see what patterns stick out. Um, And then you can interrupt that pattern. So I interrupted that pattern by stop with with removing uh, the programs that I was doing that created these like crazy rules and regulations and things that um, kind of started to take over my life. Uh, It's like, you know, even even if you take something as simple as binging and you start to just report the facts of the situation, you'll start to notice patterns. Like you'll start to notice the fact that every time you binge, it was preceded by a fight with a spouse, or every time you binge, it happens in the same spot in the house every time. Like maybe it's in the kitchen, maybe it's in front of the TV. Like there's going to be certain consistencies with with these sort certain types of of old habits and behaviors and um, because we are you know we're humans that's that's the nature of it and so when we can interrupt those patterns and we can look at them objectively and understand like there's nothing wrong with us we've just fallen into this pattern and now we have to disrupt that pattern so it's changing the environment or changing the way things are set up or you know removing that trigger removing um like like I mentioned for myself the food rules and all of that stuff and it's a process look it takes time but uh, understand that it's not about you as a person. That, you know, you're telling yourself that uh, that story about yourself, but it's not a real story. It's a narrative that you've created to try and make sense of what's happened, and that's what we do. It's a protective mechanism, and what we can do is we can unpack that and understand that, like these are the actual facts of the situation. Once I can look at this objectively, I can see the common trends and then I can use that information to move forward and that's like going back to the first example like let's use all of those experiences and and use them as ways to springboard us forward it doesn't have to be something that holds us back it can actually be a powerful thing 
that we use to our advantage. So I look at that as all the stuff that I've been through, all of my experiences, all of the crash dieting, all of the restrictiveness, all of the food rules, all of the crazy meal plans and templates and all the nonsense out there that I've done has actually given me the tools to feel confident in my forever plan to get to a point where you know I've made tremendous progress over the years because of my ability to just look back at that objectively and interrupt some of those patterns and prevent myself from falling into old habits. And then when I do, all of a sudden there's a new sense of awareness. I realize like, oh, because I went back to this you know, restrictive way of doing things or I've, I you know, had the same environment every time. I didn't interrupt my environment. I didn't do anything to change those old behaviors. So if you keep repeating the same thing and put yourself in the same situation in the same environment, of course the outcome is going to be the same. So again, it's just looking at it objectively and finding a way to interrupt that pattern. Um, and then you know, understanding that it's not about you. Once again, we, we always look at these things as a way to define us and that's so important not to do. It doesn't define you. It doesn't make you a bad person. You don't want to add insult to injury by judging yourself or, or criticizing yourself or feeling guilty or shaming yourself. It's just you're human and that's human nature. So let's look at the facts of the situation. Let's interrupt that pattern. Um, let's find a, a better way to deal with it and use the experience as a way to move forward. Um, and that's it. And then, you know, once again, it comes back to the bottom line of this whole thing, which is. The only way that we fail is if we stop trying and if we check out and we totally disengage. So we just keep moving forward. Um, we find a way to get through it and all of a sudden we look back you know, many years later and we're like, wow, look at how far I've come. We didn't even realize it because sometimes it feels like things are not happening. It's things are moving too slowly. I'm not making progress. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, holy shit, look at how far I've come. Um, so those are some of the common ones. Um, I'd love to hear like if, if there's anything that you fear, uh, let's have that conversation. Hit me up, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, um, connect with me and let me know. Uh, I'm always happy to, like I love talking about the mindset stuff as you guys probably already know. So just reach out on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And if you would please give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. And do not worry, the two interviews are still gonna happen. It's just they got pushed back a little bit. So I've got some exciting guests coming up for you very soon, which I cannot wait for. And uh, we'll just keep this thing rolling. I will talk to you next time.